What's good, y'all? It's Jahan Dotson. This is the Second Wind Podcast. Check it out. Growing up in, in Nort, it's a rough environment. And that really made me work hard and realize, like, I could do this. You end up suffering a compound fracture in your leg. I wanted to come back, like, so much stronger and, and make sure that, like, that never happened again. I went on an official visit to UCLA. I fell in love with LA. <laughs> that one-hand joint? Yeah, the one-hand was yes. crazy. That was, that was like an out-of-body like, bro, Han is serious. Yes, like, nah, bro. he's skinny. I said, bro, watch me get that ball. Your sophomore year, and your mom ends up getting diagnosed with cancer. That was probably one of the toughest moments of my life. April 28th, 2022, draft day. And I get a call. It's Coach Rivera, the Washington Commander. Every time I feel like I'm down and out, like, I just keep going. I just keep going. I just keep going. Before this episode begins, I want to give a big thank you, big shout out to all our followers, all our subscribers. Um, you guys help us way more than you know. We're super appreciative of it. Obviously, the bigger the channel gets, the bigger the guests get. Um, you know, we get the chance to sit down with these amazing people and talk about all the different stories that they help. You know, you guys catch your second wind as well. So if you just do us a huge favor, hit the subscribe button. It would it would help us out more than you know. Appreciate thank you, yes. and you know, enjoy the episode. Before we get into the pod, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, AG1. Uh, being a former uh, NFL football player, I'm always looking for ways to upgrade my health. And I use AG1 every week, every month when I can. Uh, so when you get that chance, please check it out. You know what AG1 is for me? It's like, y'all remember Popeye when he used to eat the spinach and he would be ripped and be hella energized? That's what AG1 is for me. When I wake up, I put in my smoothie, I put in my water bottle, whatever the case may be. And it gets me ready for the day. You know, I'm not an athlete anymore. I don't work out as much. But I'm always looking for the best things to put in my body. So AG1 has 75 vitamins. It has 75 minerals. It's the perfect thing to upgrade your health. Um, you know, if you want to upgrade your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D. That's free. If it's free, it's for me. Like, you can't go wrong with free. And get five free AG1 travel packs. Go to drinkag1.com slash second win. Again, that's drinkag1.com slash second win. Damn, don't give me the ball that I missed on. Give me the ball that I made on. Yep, get it started. <laughs> Name the great one. You don't want to get him started. Bud Rock is stupid. Today, um, welcome to another episode of the Second Wind Podcast. I'm Jay Mills, of course, with the one and only Gio. Gang and him. Already, man. You already know what we, what's going on. Um, but today, man, we're so grateful to have, you know, a uh, great friend of mine, former teammate of mine, uh, Valley Boy, yeah, Lehigh Valley, Valley Boy, Lehigh Valley you know what's Boy, going on, man. Um, star, um, Commanders wide receiver, Jahan Dotson. Thank you for joining the show, brother. Don, Don. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you for coming on, Appreciate man. Boys nah, for, for real, me. man. Look, I'm excited for this episode because, like, I've known you for a while now, and yeah. you you always been to yourself. You always been reserved. So I'm excited to like kind of learn more about you. So like, if I don't know about you, I know. They don't know nothing about right, you, right. you know, so I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of Commanders fans, a lot of Lehigh Valley people, a lot of Jahan Dotson fans, Penn State fans that are excited to, you know, hear hear more about you. Um, and I think, you know, with that being said, the the biggest thing about understanding someone is really like understanding the things that they went through in their childhood that helped yeah. them shape who they are now, you know, different instances that kind of mirror who you are as a person. So, you know, growing up in Newark, New Jersey, first of all, how was like what was that like? Yeah. And then also, what was your first instance where you were like, I'm different? Like yeah. I'm I'm a monster. These dudes cannot touch me. <laughs> right. Right. You know, growing up in, in Nort, 
I don't know if y'all too familiar with it. Yeah, you know, you said it right. It's a rough environment. Brick City. But yeah, nah, it's tough, you know, and that's basically where all my family grew up. Aunts, uncles, cousins, you know, grandparents. That's, you know, we, we grew up in five-minute radius of, of living with the, within each other. So, you know, it was pretty cool to have that dynamic. But, you know, like I said, it, it's a rough environment, you know. A lot of people don't make it out. So, mm-hmm. uh, and my dad noticed that early. You know, he he was my parent. Mo- both my parents working extremely hard every single day. Basically, grew up with my grandparents a lot, yeah. um, just so they could create a better opportunity for for their kids. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But um, you know, when I was when I was a young kid, man, I I felt like I was always good. But it was really my parents who they they kept reinforcing it to me like mm-hmm. you the greatest like yeah, you go be something that's fire that's, you know that's like, fire and that really made me work hard and realize like i could do this like mm-hmm. i could i got i got a gift and um i i was blessed by god and honestly i, I just i just been trying to maximize that gift ever since the ever since the gym. Yeah. So your parents were giving you that affirmation yeah. since you were a kid, huh? Yeah. Basically my whole family, man. Like, really? <laughs> bro, it's crazy to this day like i went to my um great grandma's 100th birthday party. Oh, that's amazing. Couple, yeah, a couple that's of weeks amazing. ago. And like just being around my family like they 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 do not they're not shy to remind me like you know, you you the greatest. Yeah, uh, that's you, great. You, but that's dope, man, because yeah. a lot of like sometimes you got people that be like silently right. like hating you yeah. know on the side, but if you got your whole family yeah. first of all feeding you that positive affirmation as a jit, right? And then you get there and they like, we told you, and it's <laughs> right. not like we told you like by no coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> right. you know, it's like it's yeah. like the, you guys told me, but you also like helped me, yeah. like you helped me get here. That's that's, that's dope. Yeah, like, that's dope for real. That was that was cultivated in your environment, bro. Yeah. That's great. For sure. Even knowing you, you're very humble and quiet dude but just yeah. someone that growing up in that always telling you yo you're gonna be great mm-hmm. you're gonna be the greatest like that, that really breeds, that breeds to success exactly you know like just hearing that and I, I i really think like you know words of affirmation and speaking things into existence like that that it's true like so it, true. it's true and you when you hear those things it make you want to be great you know what i'm saying like them telling you is different but then i go put it into work you know what i'm saying and I, I make it happen and they, they get to sit back and say, like, I told you. Yeah. Like, you, I knew this was going to happen. I knew you was destined for it. So it's definitely pretty cool just hearing that and having that support from my family. Oh, that's great. So, you know, your family reloco- relocates to uh, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you're snapping in high school, yeah. man. But, you know, your junior year, you transferred to uh, Petty High School mm-hmm. uh, in New Jersey. And uh, you end up suffering a compound fracture in your leg yep. um, and ending your season. So how'd you, you know, what was your mental and how'd you bounce back from that during yeah. that time period? You know, that that was really tough because I basically transferred to Petty for um, basically football. The the coach there really helped me get my, my recruiting process started. Uh, coming from such a small town in Nazareth, no one really ever got recruited high out of here. So I felt like I needed a, a jump start and he was able to do that for me. You know, had high hopes for the season, uh, playing some great competition football. Um, but, you know, fourth game in, uh, I was playing quarterback and, you know. Quarterback. I, right, yeah. Oh, I, you was throwing I, that I, thing? I was, doing, I was doing numbers, though. I was really doing numbers. Snap, like, you had a you had a throwing yeah, touchdown that game. I had, like, four touchdowns at half. Like, Dang. I was going crazy. But then come out to half, you know. And you, you, you when you a kid and you so young, you, you don't ever think about getting hurt. Like, mm-hmm. ever. You just out there hooping, having fun. That's what I was doing, but you know, I, I suffered that leg injury, and it really, it really opened my eyes, you know, because it was the first time that I was away from the game, like that. That really helped me, really feel, 
figure out my hunger for the game and mm. how much I really love it because it hurts so much just being away from it. So, you know, I wanted to come back, like, so much stronger and, and make sure that, like, that never happened again, honestly. So you yeah. learned a lot from that experience. Oh, my God, so much. Honestly, I feel like it was a blessing in disguise. I feel like I needed that to happen for me to figure out why I, why I love the game so much and, like, why I have fun doing it because I just love hooping. Like, that's, yeah. that's what I love doing. It's what I've been doing since the JIT. Your mentality was different after? Yeah, when you sure. When you came back and, like, rehabbed and, like, you yeah. just appreciated the game? Like, did you feel like you appreciated it more? 100%. You know, like, being, when you're away from something that you love so much, it makes you, like, figure out the whys and and figure out what you're what you're really doing, you know? And mm -hmm. during that process of me training to get back, I just wanted to make sure, you know, like, this can never happen again. Like, I, I make sure that everything in me, that this will never happen again. I will never be taken away from what I love doing the most. It's That's crazy. Cool. Like when you have something and you could do something so much, you yeah. really like you stop appreciating it yeah, like exactly. as much. Like yeah. even like I'm going back to like the COVID days. Yeah. I got COVID. Yeah. And when I never appreciate like my sense of smell or like <laughs> taste. my taste, nah, like, I, couldn't, I couldn't taste for a day, bro. I started, I was in my room in the fetal position. I almost started crying. Hey, you calling me. I'm like, bro, I can't do nothing for like, you. Bro, this yeah. is crazy. But like, yeah. it's just like going back to what you said is, it's really like wild that you yeah. don't even realize it until it gets taken away from you. Exactly. You know, like some get, it's little things too. Like mm -hmm. little things get taken away from you and you don't realize how. How much you appreciate it till it's gone, man. It's crazy. I heard through the grapevine you used to mess the Zephyrs up, man. I heard that he used to do oh, yeah. work boys, on y'all boys. Stop. I didn't play against him. I heard you lucky. You lucky. You <laughs> Tell him, huh? I heard you used to do work. I didn't Honestly. play against him. I used to play corner, but like oh. I was in a nickel. But if they had me outside, it used to be on a star receiver. But I had a safety over nah. top. <laughs> yeah, you, you was getting that. strapped if it was me. <laughs> if it was me, you was getting that. strapped. I ain't gonna care. Zephyrs never give you no problems. Nah, they, they didn't give me no problems. I'm Honestly, dead. It was it was light work every time we we went up against them. Or Parkland. Parkland. I heard Parkland. Give you that work too, yeah. man. Go ahead with go ahead with oh, all that. Go ahead with all that. Like, <laughs> you know, fast forward. Um, you actually commit to UCLA, um, which is a very interesting. Like that. That's that's a very interesting commit because yeah. actually, like, you don't really hear a lot of people well, from around this way committing right. to UCLA. You're going all the way across the country, so you commit to UCLA, uh, to UCLA, and then you end up decommitting going to Penn State. Like, how was that transition for you? You know, why'd you commit to UCLA, and then why'd you decommit and come to Penn State? What was it? What was it about Penn State that made you? You know. Decommit. Yeah, so basically my senior year of high school, I went on an official visit to UCLA and it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like I, I fell in love with LA. Like yeah, bro, it, it was it's easy to I, do. I, that. I never I, been there. Nah, it's easy. It's amazing. I never I never been there. You know, I fell in love with the bright lights, you know, so many people, different so many different cultures. Mm -hmm. Like it, it was amazing to me. So you know, I committed on the spot, like before nope, I even really? left. Even <laughs> like, I'm, I'm slotted. I'm coming here, but then, um, you know, talking with my family, and like I said, like I was just saying to y'all, like my family has been my biggest support system. You know, ever since I was able to walk. So, um, for them to be able to travel across the country every week was just so unrealistic. Yeah, like, it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's a lot. So, um, you know, thinking about thinking about that, taking that into consideration, and then uh, a couple coaches, I felt like. It was crazy the way it happened. Like the, the couple of months after I committed to UCLA, I felt like things just started falling into place as to why I should go to Penn State mm. and why I should decommit. Like coaches started to get fired. Start I really became like much more closer with my family than I ever been. Like mm -hmm. and I just started to realize things. I'm like, I can't go that far. Like I mm -hmm. I gotta I gotta find a new home. And uh 
Coach Franklin, they it was crazy because they didn't have any spots left. They didn't have any scholarships Really? By left. the time they got you? Yeah. That's crazy. So, during, like, a couple of days before signing day, um, a receiver, Solomon Ennis, he, mm. he, he went to Utah, but he was committed to Penn State, and he had decommitted. And a spot opened up, and Coach Franklin was guy. like, Yep. It, it was crazy. Like it was, it, things were just falling into place, and of course, Franklin, like we we got that spot for you if you you still interested. And I was like, I'm 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 staying home, I'm staying yeah. in PA. So yeah. that was basically how I went. That was dope for sure. Yeah. And definitely being a PA guy, like yeah. everybody was geek. Yeah. Only yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I right. remember reading. it. I was like, okay, Han going to Penn State. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, nah, facts. Um, it was crazy. So that know. was that was like you tried to commit to Penn State, but they just didn't have any spots at the. Yeah, end. they. I was talking to uh, Coach Gaddis, Coach Franklin, Coach Spence. All those guys were coming up to the school every week just in case something happened, mm. you know. And it. it it was just so hard because there were no scholarships left. And they were like, we, we want you, but we, we don't have the room. Uh, so it, it was really a waiting out process. Um, I had a couple schools on my on my list, but, yeah, I, I was waiting for that. I was truly waiting for that to happen, and thank God it did. I don't think people understand how stressful, like, signing day, no, like, that crazy. whole process. <laughs> Bro, that's, that's stressful. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really um, crazy. You, pro- you progress, like so crazy at Penn State like you yeah. stayed there four years and that's something that you don't see mm-hmm. nowadays guys enter the portal they're out of there you yeah. know what I'm saying guys transfer they're out of there especially if they think you're a star right but like the way you progress you got better and better every year it's like freshman year you go 13 receptions 200 mm-hmm. yards you just getting your feet wet right then you go 30 receptions 500 yards right. five touchdowns you know you're still cooling your junior year, you started to, you know. Right, hold up now. I'm here. Yeah. Step, on, you're right. step on the pedal. Right. Hold up now. Tell start step on the pedal. You had, like, what, 50 receptions? Yeah, And then like 800 yards. Or, no, eight touchdowns and, like, 900 yards. Yeah. And then. I think I just came short of 1,000. Yeah. Day. And then your senior year, you know, as the focal point, you know, when the defensive coordinator come in and he yep. say, stop this dude right here and we yep. win the game. Even with that being said, you went 91 yards, you know, 1,200 or 91 receptions, 1,200 yards, 12 touchdowns, and you still had a rushing touchdown on top right, of it. Yeah. You show you could tote that thing a little bit. <laughs> right. Like, what can you attribute that that success to? Yeah, you know, early in my college career, um, I was I was able to learn from a lot of guys like KJ Hamler. Mm-hmm. Um, even I didn't go to school with him, but Deshaun Hamilton. You Dumb. know, I watched a lot of him. Yeah, I know you played with him. Jar- yeah, he was crazy. So I, I really watched those guys and, and growing up. Uh, coming through the program, I was able to just learn. Mm-hmm. I was able to just learn and, and put that chip on my shoulder because at the beginning, you know, they wasn't really giving me my chance Yeah. Uh, when I first came in. And I felt like, you know, I could have been out on the field, but it, it wasn't my time yet, honestly. Right. And I had, to, I had to truly realize that. And I knew, I kept saying to myself, once it's my time, I'm going to take over. Yeah, they're going to feel me. Yeah, they're going to feel me. They're going to have to. Like, I'm not going to give them no other choice. And my junior year came, and it was crazy. That was the COVID year, and we weren't about to have a season. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ain't no way. I was pushing for Coach Frank. I was talking to Coach Frank all the time. I'm like, yo, we got to have this season. You got to right. do everything possible because this is my first chance to be the number one. Oh, yeah. God, so, yeah. Like, I, I've been waiting for this moment all my life, basically, to be on this stage, playing at a program like Penn State in front of all these eyes, and I'm the guy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I've been waiting. This is what I've been working for ever since I got here. So uh, when that when that moment came, man, I just took it by storm, and I, I never looked back. And I yeah. just started making plays. I have I have like vivid memories of like just people. Like that's how I like remember people. And just like yeah. for you, I just remember when you first got to school because you were a freshman when I was like a senior. Yeah. And I remember being like, "Yo, 
And number five is going to be a dog. Yeah. Nah, I remember, <laughs> no. I remember telling oh, y'all. Yeah, he, no, he no, I remember telling y'all. No, bro, I remember, no, you say, know, no, we from the Valley. So, yeah. you know, me, say, like, we knew what you got they, into. They, right. they FaceTime. They, I remember you and say FaceTime. They was like, yo, that boy Jahan, he from the Valley. He's like, how's he doing? I said, nah, bro. He's cutting up and went over. <laughs> I was trying I said, to tell him. I said, like, bro, Han is serious. Yes, They're like, nah, bro. he's skinny. I said, bro. Watch when he get that ball, bro. boy. Like, he knows nah, how to play football. He was doing his thing. And then I just remember, just like like you said, like, timing is everything. I just swear, God, bro, remember that Iowa game. Fourth down, you caught that slant. Yeah. And I was like, bro, he caught that slant. And I was like, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, bro. I remember everything, bro. <laughs> yes. You caught that slant. And I was like, it's just like everyone has like their breakout moment. Just like Sage's first game when he jumped over the dude from Buffalo. Like yeah. that was his first play. Like, yeah. okay. You made a play. I was like, yeah, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be okay, bro. Right. <laughs> that one hand joint? Yeah, the one hand yes. was crazy. I mean, I was shot. But, like, I wasn't shocked because yeah, I'm yeah. like, that's what he get into. Everybody right. was like, yo, Jahan. And at the time, the dude was, you know, supposed to be a first-round lock or whatever. But yeah. I was like, Han's a first-rounder. Like, right, y'all right. keep playing with him. Like, yeah. he's a first-rounder. That was, that was one of the craziest, nah, like, moments. Crazy. And was, for you, how was that? That was, so, that was like an out-of-body experience. Bro, that joint was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> and there was no fans. Yeah, there was no fans there. But it was crazy. <laughs> like, I really, I can't even explain that moment, what I felt like. You ever just like black out mm-hmm. and you just doing something and your body just take over? That's really how I felt. Yeah. It was so wild. And I, I've been doing stuff like that, like as a kid, but like on that stage and be able to, against Ohio State, like yeah, a yeah. rival, like that, it was so crazy. Like, and I enjoyed every, every moment of it. Yeah. Like, when it you was, black out like that, they call it the flow state. Yeah. Like, you don't even like realize yeah, what's that, right, right, right. That's, it was wild so i i just curious just like from your freshman year to your senior year um what would you say differ differentiated like yourself to become that number one right was it you yeah. always had the confidence yeah but like what do you think made you different like was it you know you worked harder yeah. you paid more attention to details you studied guys like what how do you think you took your game to that next level to be a true number one in college right i think it was just my attention to detail, honestly. Like, I felt like it was the little things in the process that a lot of people weren't going to do. Mm. You know, like, those summers um, when you, you by yourself after some hard workouts we had, like, go get on the jugs. Go mm-hmm. catch jugs. You know, like, this could pay off during the season. I felt like my senior year, I was leading the country and and uh, having the least amount of drops. Like, I felt like those jugs in the summer, they paid off. You know, taking it – um. Jaquan Brisker, who played with me at Penn State, uh, take, taking reps against him in the summer when we working out, going against each other, making each other just go that much harder. You yeah. know, it, it was going to pay out. And I felt like all those little things that um, that we were doing and that I was doing was just going to pay off and a lot of other people weren't doing. Yeah. Like that. those little minute details are kind of yeah. like the difference between someone who's a really good player and someone who's a great player. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you, you – you learn that even more in the NFL. Yeah. Like, it's, I talk to guys all the time, and they're like, yo, that guy is great because he does X, Y, and Z. Exactly. Because yeah. everyone's great. Exactly. It's like the little things that separate you. you. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. For sure. Your sophomore year, uh, your mom ends up getting diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I can only imagine, you know, what you were going through and what you were feeling. Um, how were you able to balance those feelings and emotions dealing with that while also – you know, you know how the rigorous schedule is in college and, yeah. you know, having to deal with, you know, trying to be the best player you can be. How was that for you? Yeah, you know, it was – that was probably one of the toughest moments of my life, you know, um, just because growing up you feel like your parents are invincible. You know, mm-hmm. they take care of you. They do everything possible to make sure you're good, make sure you're feeling good, and you never really see them hurting. You know, they, they don't 
they make sure to keep my fault. They make sure to keep that away from you. Uh, make sure to to make sure that you know you're good all the time and and not too worried about themselves. But when I when I got that news, uh, it, it was it was crazy. Uh, I couldn't believe it. You know, and and being at school, you know, my parents they they waited a little bit to tell me. Uh, mm. I was talking to my mom every day, but they kind of just eased me into it, eased me into the news, and it, it was really hard to hear. Uh, just because my mom is like. My mom's my rock, man. Like, yeah. I'm a mama's boy. Like, For sure. I, I do everything with my mom. Uh, so that that was really hard. But um, just just being able to be there for her, that that was that was the biggest thing possible, you know. Um, making sure that I'm on the FaceTime calls. I'm I'm talking to her anytime I get any chance on a weekend that I get to go home. Like I'm going home to see my mom. Uh, just being there for her, that that was the the main thing because, you know. Cancer, cancer is crazy. Like yeah. you, you, yeah. you truly don't know what's next. Sure. Um, and and I, we were truly blessed by God to, she, she's in remission. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it's God bless. Truly. Um, but it, it was a, it was very tough time. Um, but you know that that's why that's one of the main reasons why, right now I'm I'm trying to start my foundation, yeah. uh, basically based around her. Uh, it, it's she because she's my why. So I'm trying to make sure that I spread that message to to others and make sure that they get uh, the proper treatment they they need when when they're going through tough times like that, like my mm-hmm. mom was, and make sure they get the the right help. That's beautiful. I watched the my calls my cleat yeah. special that you did yeah. with her, and it was great. I almost started crying. Yeah. I was watching that joint. I was like, damn, because you know I've had. <laughs> you know, the pleasure to meet both of your parents and your mom is so powerful. Yeah. Like she's very observant. She don't say too much. Right. But when she <laughs> speak, you better listen because yeah. it's important and it's intelligent. Nah, like facts. every time she spoke, <laughs> I'll be like, damn, that woman's smart. And yeah. your dad, he got your back till the end till of the end. time. You know, till you posted end. the other day, like he's blessed you more than anybody in your life yeah. on Father's Day. Can you talk about the impact of both of them that they've had in your life? Yeah. Um, Insane. When I when you really think about it, like it's insane the things that my parents have been doing to sacrifice to mm-hmm. make sure that I'm in the best predicament possible to succeed in life. Like it all it goes all the way back to when I was a little kid. You know, I'm I I didn't think too much about it. I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to my grandparents' house before school. Yeah. Uh, my grandparents go take me to school. Go to my grandparents' house after school. Hang out till my mom picks me up. That's that's what I'm thinking about as a kid. But when you grow up, you realize what was going on, what was happening. My parents both working two, three jobs, mm. um, making sure that me and my brother have a food on the plate when we get home. Yeah. Um, making sure that we have the we're in the best predicament possible, you know what I'm saying? And my dad moved us out of a rough environment at a very young age to to give us that light. Um and then and then they they've the support. That mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing with my parents. You know, they're at every sporting event, yeah, every event possible that I have that I'm attending, they're there, right. um, and they're they're by my side and make sure that they always with me. And it's truly the blessing, the blessings that they gave me. I I couldn't, I couldn't repay them enough. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's crazy to think about. Bro, that's yeah. amazing, bro. You got yeah. a great support system. No. I'm just listening, like, bro. 100%. Nah, you got a great support system, yeah. and that, like I said, I just feel like that breeds success. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Really like does. having two supportive parents, like they don't miss games. Like, yeah. bro, that people remember, like kids remember those things. Right. Nah, facts. And my parents, they always be talking. My dad always be talking about it. <laughs> He's like, you, you don't understand. And I'm like, I do. Like, <laughs> right. I'm at that age now where I, I understand. You realize. Like, yeah, I realize what 
the sacrifice and the hard work that y'all put in to, to make this happen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I understand it. So it's pretty crazy to think about. Yeah. Before we get back into the pod, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, AG1. Uh, being a former NFL football player, I'm always looking for ways to upgrade my health. I take AG1 all the time. Uh, so when you have a chance, please check it out. Best in the game. April 28th, 2022, draft day. Right. I remember I called you that day and I yeah. was like, you ready, fool? And you was like, <laughs> it's up. Like, it's up, right? You yeah. know, all the experts were saying, oh, you might go second round. Oh, he's too small. Blase, yeah. blase. Like this, that, and the third. But like, I knew wherever you was going, like, turn it what up. you was about to get into. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, what was what was the feeling seeing like, you know, all those guys go before? Because I thought you was wide receiver one. Yeah. Not being biased. Me too. To his credit, I'm not going to lie. Your junior year, even before. Bro, he, I'm telling you. He did y'all. say, he said, bro, Han's going first round. I'm like, I told like, first so round. Like, he's like, bro, he's going bro. first round. Your <laughs> junior so year, not even senior. Your junior year, he's like, bro, before Han's going started, first though, round. Before yeah, yeah. it started, <laughs> when you had the 500 yards your sophomore year. You told year, me and Amani. Yes, he said, Han's going first round. And I like, what was the feeling seeing those dudes go before you and then the feeling of getting drafted in the first round? Because you didn't know, like, it was like a fringe. Like, they didn't know if you second round late first whatever right yeah no it was crazy i was talking to my agent shout out ed berry yeah i was talking to him throughout the whole process and he was like you don't know till till draft night like you could go first round you go second round you you truly don't know and in my mind i felt like there's no way i can make it out the first round like mm-hmm. i feel like i'm that guy in the draft class i feel like i'm that receiver you know what i'm saying we get the draft night and I, I just see him going. I see him going. And I'm talking to I'm talking to Ed and he's like, Honestly, this might be better off for you. Like mm-hmm. the more you guys go, the earlier you're gonna get picked. Yeah. And I had no idea about that. So I think maybe five and seven picks went receivers. Yeah. And uh I got the call at like pick fourteen, thirteen. I'm sitting there watching the Suns game, because uh, 'cause I'm like, yo, <laughs> all these guys going like I'm 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 off this. I'm watching the Suns game. Yeah, yeah I'm tight. I'm, I'm watching the Suns game with May, uh, my guys. And I get a call, and it's Coach Rivera, the Washington commander. And honestly, I'm talking to him, and it's not even hitting me that I'm getting drafted. Yeah. Like, right. It's just it's just happening. It's like I'm on a regular phone call with my man. It's like, <laughs> it was so weird. But then after it happened, everybody started going crazy. I'm like, dang, I just got drafted in the first round. Like, it's what I've been working for all my life. Did like, you black yeah. out? That's what I'm yeah, saying. How was that moment yeah, for no, you? That, you that moment, I definitely blacked out. Like it was, it was crazy. But you was in the back. Whose backyard was in your backyard? Yeah, it was right? my backyard yeah. back at the crib. Yeah, I had everybody back there: friends, family, teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> you, you always had that like quiet but confident demeanor. Yeah. Like, and I, like I imagine what you were like on draft night. Yeah, like, yeah. is that what you were like? Like, just cool. Like, it never yeah. seems like. You feel pressure. It's yeah, always nah. like, did you cry? Like, it's okay. You cry. You always feel like you just like nah, too cool I almost did. Like you bobbing. Yeah, you cry. I almost cried when I when I hugged my parents. Uh, when I when they like announced me on the television and stuff. After I hugged my parents, I almost cried. Like I felt the tears coming. As but, you should. No, yeah, it's okay yeah, to nah, cry. Fact, it's it's okay. okay to cry, right? But I I held it in. I'm not going to cry. That's a great. That's a great. That's a great. That's a great moment, though. Just, bro, you know how hard it is to go first round? That's Let alone get drafted, bro. Right. only 32. Only 32, bro. Yeah, that's exactly. a blessing, bro. That's a blessing. And you finally get to let those emotions out once you do get drafted. All the yep. training, all the pre-draft interviews. Yeah. Bro, that's, a stressful, that's a stressful three months. Yeah, it's, that was probably the most stressful three months I've, I've ever been a part of. Because you you truly don't get a break. At like, all. You draft, com- I mean, uh, combine, 
um, pro day training. You, you got to go back to training just because you got to go to rookie mini camp as soon as you get drafted. Like, it's crazy. And that's right after the season. Yeah. Like, there's no break. You go right into Still got it. injuries. Yeah, injuries. You know, you got to battle back. Uh, it, it's a lot of things. But, you know, I, I was I was truly blessed to be in the situation to be able to just do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and that's I feel like that's one thing that pushed me through, uh, again, through those tough months when I'm doing interviews every day, uh, working out is like, I get to do this. I get to live out my dream. You know what I'm saying? This, this is what I, this is what I work for all my life. So, uh, like just have fun doing it. Honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's sure. a blessing, bro. Well, last year, you know, you had seven touchdowns and missed five games. Yeah. And then you get guys like, you know, Jettas and Tyreek Hill who had eight touchdowns and they played, you know, the season, right. you know, does coming into the season, you know, with the success that you had, but still missing five games, right? Do you have a chip on your shoulder? Oh, 100%. And honestly, like, I think it's from me just watching, like, TV. And honestly, we, we live in the age of the internet. Um, so you, you always see, you know, these sports analysts talking about this guy's bound for a breakout season and this guy's going to do this and this guy's going to do that. And, like, I'm never mentioned. And, like, I, I keep that back of my head that's that's what I work for you know what I'm saying like people people say they don't they don't say my name and that's that's what I want they feel honestly take yeah, it they, personal. yeah I take it personal should. yeah should take that shit personal. so so when the season comes that I feel like that's why last year when I felt like they passed up on me in a draft all those teams like I had to make them feel me uh, mm-hmm. that's why I came out first game two touchdowns game winner four touchdowns first four games like it I feel like they I had to make them respect me like I feel like I wasn't getting the respect that I need and I, I had to make them respect me so this year I'm I feel like I gotta come crazy honestly I, I feel like this it's my breakout year it's what it's what I've been working hard for um and I gotta make them feel me did you do you think you could you know you carried a lot of confidence heading into the season no you, you know you had seven touchdowns you missed yeah. five games so I was telling someone the other day I said bro all these other dudes had eight and they played Damn near the whole season, right? You know, what I'm saying? you missed five games, bro. Yeah, that's a that's a it's a lot of games. That's a lot of probably games. Had you like know what I'm saying twelve. You could have hey, had yeah, plus. Really yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm nah, saying. Really cracked that head open. Yeah. So just like coming off that, you probably should be, you should feel good, like yeah. confident, like yo, like when I'm healthy, I'm one of the best. Right, hundred percent. You know, and I would say going into my first year, you know, I'm like, dang, I'm going into the league. Like it's it's different. Like these guys are different. Like you you. Maybe you have you have a little bit of doubt, you know what I'm saying? And then I, I remember like I worked too hard for this, bro. Hell like, yeah. like I'm here for a reason. Like mm-hmm. and then I started to do it. And that that's what made me really believe like I could really do this. I'm getting confidence in myself. So I know that, you know, going into my second year, I know I could do this. I know I can have I, I know I can succeed at the next level, at the highest level of playing football. And my hard work is gonna attest to that. So I can't wait for it. Bro. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, bro. I can't wait. I know you're gonna too, snap, bro. Yeah. Like you know, you can't get that season back, but you can yeah. look forward to the, to ne- the next season, exactly. right? And y'all, like, I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on y'all as a team, but y'all 100%. got some juice. Like y'all beat Philly, yeah, in Philly last year, right? You know what I'm saying? Like now y'all got the enemy. Yeah. That was you know you and Terry. Now you got the whole off season to work with a quarterback like Curtis, yeah. like. Y'all had a top ten defense last year. Like y'all really like we got them a, dogs over there. Yeah, y'all they, got they some sleep. sleepers. Like. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, Bianami's philosophy and, like, kind of y'all expectations as a receiver unit and as an offense. Running. A lot of running. Yeah. Nah, but um, <laughs> uh, we we go – it's going to be exciting. You know, that that's the one word I keep using. Everybody keeps asking me, like, 
what's what's to look forward to this year? What's the enemy talking about? It's it's gonna be exciting. Like OTAs was fun. Like it, you you get the the joy of tossing the ball around with all these different guys we got spreading the ball around the field. You know, it's exciting, and we getting our playmakers in space. Mm. Uh, that, that's the biggest thing. Like, we getting the ball in guys' hands and, and letting them do what, what God made them to do. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Run. Like, well, Yeah, for real. <laughs> but, run, man. But it, it's going to be exciting. You know, I'm I'm really looking forward to it this year. And I'm, I'm looking forward to just learning, like, from a great mind. Like, he, he's been there. He succeeded at the highest level as offensive coordinator uh, coming off a of Super Bowl last year. Mm. And I, I'm truly excited just to learn from him, honestly. There's a lot of, you know, someone say there's a lot on Sam Howell's shoulders heading yeah. into this year, but having someone, a dynamic duo like you and uh, Terry is scary. No yeah. point intended. You know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> no pun. No, no pun intended. <laughs> oh Same shit. He always trying to see how he always trying to correct me. Nah, yeah. no oh, pun intended. Bro, like, we went over this. You got to say pun. pun. No, no, no pun intended. Bro. Up this knob, no point intended. Um, but you know, you guys definitely have one of the best wide receiver duos yeah. you know in all in the, the league best. you know how do you I think, think you match up best. with you know you guys got um there's duos like jamar and um, um t higgins, t. higgins yeah. you know aj Devonte, you know tyreek and waddle yeah. like where do you see you and terry in that conversation as like dynamic duo receivers i think we right at the top you feel me like i feel like we both play off each other too because he could he could play inside i could play outside he could play outside i could play inside you know we we just feed off each other, and we're able to do everything on the field that you you ask a receiver to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so I feel like that that puts us right at the top, and the production is gonna speak. Like yeah. he, he produces every single year he's been in the NFL, and I know I'm gonna produce every time I get a chance to be out there. So uh, I feel like you know we right at the top when you're talking about top duos in the in the NFL, and uh, you, like you was mentioning Sam Howell, that's my dog, man. Like he was. People don't notice, but coming out of college, he was his junior year. He was predicted to be like top pick. I remember in the NFL yeah. draft. Yeah, like I remember. So people sleep on him, but I don't know why, because he has all the talent in the world. Like it's crazy, just just being able to throw with him every single day and and realize like he puts the ball in a lot of places that a lot of quarterbacks can't. So it's really cool to to be able to work with him. But um, like you were saying, my, Terry, me and Terry. Bound for a crazy year. Man. I can't, bro. Yeah, I that's can't that's wait. the track. Man. You talking yeah. about speed? I remember nah, guarding Terry. Um, you guarding Terry? No, I was. Uh, hold up, hold up now. Hold <laughs> what? up. What? Let, let me, let me, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain. Number, can I explain? So I can talk to him. Let me explain. <laughs> let me explain, bro. Can I explain? You know what I'm saying? Always on my line, bro. Let me explain. It was uh, Ohio State, and it was on special team. He was a gunner. Yeah, bro. I remember this one. He wasn't even starting yet. Right. Uh, at receiver, and he. Ran right past me. I'm like, bro, now that dude's fast. Out of there. I remember he got, and then not, obviously next year he snapped that receiver, but like, even you, bro, you guys got speed. Yeah, we got a lot of speed. What's something yeah. that you learned from him, like, football wise, do you think you that you put to your game, like, damn, like, he does that really well? Football wise, um, his deep ball tracking is probably some of the best I've ever seen, mm -hmm. honestly. Like, I don't, I truly don't even know how he does it. Like, he, he tracks the ball better than anyone I know. Um, anytime we needed a big play this year, it seemed like we just called a go ball to Terry, and he was going to come oh, down with it. Yeah, like it was crazy. 50-50 balls are not 50-50 balls then. Um, but that's on the field. But honestly, I learned more off the field than anything with him. Like he knows how to lead a group of men. Mm -hmm. He knows how to, how to be a professional every day. 
Um, he he knows how to how to come to practice and work. Like it, it's it's those little things that I've been picking up off him that I feel like are gonna make me you know great in the future. Uh, and to have a leader like him, not only on my team but in my room, like I'm I'm truly blessed blessed to have that honestly because I've been learning so much from him without him even saying two words to me. Like it's just sitting back and being a sponge and realizing the things that that make him great. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's that's what's gonna make me great. Yeah, how about a snap? Yeah. Yeah, having that leadership is, is second to none. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like the NFL, obviously everyone's talented, but we talk about it all the time. We talk about it with other guys too. Like it's a lot situation. Yeah. And it's like you're in a great situation where you have somebody who's professional, you know, he doesn't right. get in trouble. Like he's a great leader. Like yeah. he leads by example. Like having that is like, okay, bet. I know how, how I'm supposed to operate in this Exactly. Thing. Yeah, that's dope for sure. Um, you know, with everything that we've talked about from Newark, New Jersey, yeah. to your parents, to, you know, you being drafted after all these guys, to the commander season, with all that that's happened in your life, can you describe, you know, your life in one word or one phrase and why? One word or one phrase. That's yeah. crazy to describe my 23 years of living. What you think so far? My life, I feel like, like a lot of people had this tattooed to humble beast. Mm. Like, I feel like all my life, you know, like y'all were saying, I, I've been quiet all my life. And I, I get that. Life, I get that from my mom. And then, like, when it comes to, like, sports or just competing in general, like, I become a beast. Like, I, I feel like winning by any means necessary. Um, and I, I get that from my dad. Like, it's crazy how those two work. You know, but um, nah, (laughs) but yeah, I feel like humble beast. You know, I'm humble, but I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna come with everything I got. Yeah, yeah, you a monster. Yeah, that's 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 the best way to be, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and that's how he's always been. Like it's ever since I knew you. Always. The only time that you know I had to simmer that down was when we played 2K. (laughs) That was the only time. That was the only time you let him beat you. I didn't play him. That was the only time. No, the first, look, <laughs> nah, I my played first him. interaction. Hold on, 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 hold on. Can we talk about the last time we played 2K? Thank nah, you. He nah, never wants to talk about the last time. We want to talk about the time he wins. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. I don't, got, you know, I don't do it like that Come no on, more. Bro. I'm You're not touching him in Madden. Not at all. I seen him. I seen him. Not at all. I played it. I'm going to get on a game. You've been saying it. I've seen his work. I'm going to get back on a game, and then we're going to see what's what. And shout out to my dog, Mayhan. You know, that's, that's, that's Han's right-hand yeah, man. Mayhan, shout out, Mayhan. <laughs> shout out to my dog, Mayhan, man. You know what I'm saying? You go to him if you need to get to Han, because Han will be answering the phone. <laughs> Yo, nah. So, Han, man, so, um, you know, this show is called The Second Win, you know, and we, uh, it's about, you know, people, you know, bouncing back, catching their second win in life, and just, like, hearing these stories, like, you and, who, and everyone else that we had on the show, you guys are so inspirational. So, for the people watching, what advice would you give to them? I feel like uh, something that I, I've always lived with is, like, keep going. Like, no matter what it is, you know, like, you got a dream or you got something that you want to do in life and and you feel like you, you're not getting the outcomes and you're not, you're not getting there, just keep going. Like, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and as long as you, you put the time, the time invested into it, you put the work in, like, you go get that outcome. You go get it. You just got to keep going, honestly. And it sounds so cliche, but, like, it's worked for me all my life. Every time I feel like I'm down and out, 
like I just keep going, I just keep going, I just keep going, and eventually you go, you go get the, the fruit of the benefit. You know what I'm saying? You go, you go reap those what you what you want to do. Um, but you just got to keep going. You got to keep working. Uh, you got to put that time in. Uh, because it's gonna take a lot. You gotta sacrifice. Uh, it's gonna take a lot, but keep going. So my so something so something that my college coach told me. Um, he was like, if you want to be successful, you, in whatever field you, whatever field it is, you study that person yeah, and you do exactly what they do. Right. So you're not the only person that came on the show and said, keep going. It's yeah. cliche as it sounds. Yeah. Right. So all these people that have been on the show that said, keep going. Like for the people watching, just like, yo, it, it's the truth. Nah, it's you the know truth. what I'm saying? Like sure. these people are successful that we've had on you, whoever house has said that. Right. It's the truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep going and not quitting. Um, you know, even those dog days where you want to quit, you exactly. have a bad day. Like, keep going. Yep. Nah, facts. That's, that's really facts. For sure, man. You know, it's beautiful. And we really appreciate you coming man. on here, man. Yeah. You means know, so much, huh? It's, it's hard sure. to get you to lead the crib. You're like, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got Batman. But, no, nah, we really appreciate it, bro. Like, yeah. it's all love. Can't wait to see what you do this season. Sure. Anybody watching, like. Comment, subscribe, go tell your baby cousin, go tell your auntie, cat, go tell dog, your cat, neighbor, dog, go tell your mama, you know go tell whoever you need to. Please hit that subscribe button, repost, retweet, all that yeah, good stuff. Yeah, all that. Man. We got yeah. Han Don on the show. You already know. Hans Dogson on the show. <laughs> already. Heezy on the show. Watch man. the command. Watch. Tune in. He about to go off this year. He about again. to go Tune off, man. In, man. Second win family. We out. Gang.